Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome to Making America Strong Again. The only program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Join fellow patriots as we rediscover our past, reignite our future, and celebrate America now. Welcome to the Making America Strong Again radio program. We're thrilled to have you this week. We are especially grateful for those of you that are listening to us on the iHeartRadio network as well as our PatriotPodcast.com downloads. We encourage you to share it with everyone you know because the message of Making America Strong Again is crucially important, especially given where we are in the country and the challenges that we face. This week we're going to continue our series on leadership and really begin to drill down on what leadership looks like from different perspectives, especially from perspectives of individuals that come from different parts of the world. Last week, we talked about personal leadership. Dan Romance was our guest and walked through a number of elements that he focuses on to really get smart himself, develop his own skill sets, and and help others begin to do the same. This week, we're going to focus on leadership as it results around patriotism, good citizenship, and taking action to understand what it is that an American is supposed to do. You know, it used to be when we grew up, we were taught a lot about civics. We were taught about the role of a citizen. And now we hear a lot of conversation about everybody who's not a citizen involved in the country. We look at the question of illegal aliens and how they're dealt with and what the options are and on and on and on. But this week, we're going to focus, especially with our guest in studio, on what it's like to be born outside of the U.S. and go through a process to learn about the nation and ultimately become an American citizen through the naturalization process. I'm joined today by Greg Land, who is, in full disclosure, a founding partner with our company Patriot Mission. Greg and I have known each other for a long, long time, sometimes longer than we want to talk about, and we certainly won't get into all those details on the air, but Greg, it's it's great to have you with me today. Morning. Uh, thanks very much, Steve. Glad to be here. So Greg and I, we both hail from Vero Beach, Florida, and one day about a decade ago, we were uh, at a meeting where we bumped into each other. Interestingly enough, though, the, the meeting was in Los Angeles. And at the time, Greg had been traveling around the world, uh, literally, and had, had flown in for a meeting. And I had come from the East Coast, and we were there for learning about marketing, all sorts of different things. And we exchanged cards, and lo and behold, our addresses both had Vero Beach, Florida. So that was kind of a novel experience. Greg, tell us a little bit about your background and, and uh, where you were at the time when we met, kind of what brought you in the business community of coming to America. Uh, well, thanks, Steve. Uh, well, um, I was born in born and bred in South Africa, and... Uh, Grew up there until my, uh, I don't know, mid-20s or so. 
was a working guy there, working in uh, in marketing of international well, international marketing of fruit. And uh, we had an opportunity to come to to the USA. We traveled. My wife and I traveled around Europe and uh, North America a couple, you know, once <clears throat> prior to that, and really enjoyed our trip over here. And uh, with things, it was in 1995, I think 94, 95, 96 is when we were kind of in our decision phase. And uh, <clears throat> the changes had taken place in South Africa. And I traveled a lot, and it wasn't good to leave, uh, wasn't really safe at that stage to leave uh, a good-looking wife at home on her own while you are traveling around uh, with the security situation, with uh, the change of government and that. And uh, we had the opportunity to come over here. And um, <clears throat> what was it? You know, to, we wanted to do something different. We wanted to get away from the security situation there for a while. Um, we wanted and, and really loved the idea of being able to travel and do something you know, in the USA. And I came over, quite honestly, for the American dream. You know, it's something that we grew up. Everyone was, you know, America's bigger, better, amazing place. When I came over here, it was a great place to come to. Um, <clears throat> the world has, well, back then, the world had a, a very different, well, I don't know if it's different, but had a, a view of Americans. When you met them, most times, you know, you either got one of two views. It was either the loud, brash, obnoxious American uh, who most people didn't really like. But then I also got to meet a lot of very, very great people, um, incredible business people, most generous people. And I still believe that America is a, a truly generous, amazing country at heart. Um, we've just kind of lost our way. So, Greg, for those that may be not familiar with the happenings in South Africa in the early 90s and the late 80s, and there was, a, as you said, there was a lot of change what were some of the things that you experienced there that looking back on it now, you're beginning, I know we've talked about it many times, are beginning to cause you to have flashbacks about where we are in the U.S.? What were some of the things that you saw there in South Africa? Wow. Um, well, I guess, uh, you know, with, back in those days, uh, we had apartheid in South Africa, and we weren't going to the whether it was a good thing or a bad thing. Um, South Africa should have changed 40 years earlier when they did have the opportunity. Um, and apartheid was basically and, a separation. Yeah, well, a it, was a, separation. it was a racial separation, uh, kind of like the U.S. pre-60s. And um, so you had a, a lot of uh, built-up anti within, you know, between the blacks and the whites. And uh, when, when the government finally changed and they let Nelson Mandela out of jail, and uh, the changes started happening at top level, and we voted that there'd be a one-man, one-vote government. Um, you know, things could have gone way, way you know, badly for South Africa, and it, it had the potential. I worked with a lot of um, Afrikaner South Africans who um, had that mindset of that they, they're going to fight for what's theirs because that's what they believed it was. And... Um, it was incredible because if you looked at if you listened to some of the 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 messages that were coming out of the 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 opposing sides, it seemed like we were headlong into a a, a real bloody war um, with the change over to black rule and uh, Nelson Mandela i mean he he kind of got a little weird later on in his life, but he was a phenomenal guy when he did come out of jail he was um truly <clears throat> 
um, he he went that extra step. He realized that that the country could have run into a lot of trouble and that there'd be a real blood blood flowing on the streets. And uh, he actually went to some of the Afrikaner leaders and uh, said, "Let's let's work together." And so the people gave him a chance, and it did it did make a, a huge difference in the country. So Mandela was in South Africa's time a, a leader that was at the right place at the right time, and he took action. He made decisions to serve the people of South Africa and brought people together. And, and whether you agree with all the political angles or not, your point is that he brought people together. They got stuff done. They averted what could have been a much more dangerous and destructive scenario and begun to lead South Africa in a different direction. Is that a fair oh, Absolutely. And, and if you look at America now, we've been so polarized, whether it's racially – um, war of the sexes, male versus female, gay versus straight, whatever it is, um, we, ha- are, we are truly a divided nation now. So, and, and Nelson Mandela, um, he embraced the view of the rainbow nation. And I'm not talking about the, anything other rainbow, but I'm talking about that it was a nation of all sorts of different languages, different cultures and everything, and they brought them together and tried to work together. So you came to America because of the dream. You had a business background. You came here. You were excited about that. Obviously, you were doing business in the citrus world, which is part of the reason you came to this part of Florida. But over the ensuing years, and especially as we got into the 2000s after we met, we began talking about the things that you had seen in South Africa were beginning to show their heads right here in the U.S. You were beginning to see things that you didn't necessarily want to see. That's not why you came to America. And that perspective, I think, is really important. What are some of the things, and you mentioned a couple of them here, some of the divides and so forth, but when you look at America, what you thought was going to be the case when you brought your family here and what you see now, what are the biggest differences for you? Well, I think one of the things that really struck home when we first moved over here was um, at that stage, it was incredible to see how when you talk to you know, just average Americans around that they didn't realize the amazing country and the amazing um, opportunities and that, that you had in America um, versus anywhere else. And we've spent a lot of time in Europe. I've been in the East uh, and in Africa. And there's no other country I've been in the world that had that kind of opportunity and that if you just were prepared to you know, knuckle down and work and – Nothing's given to you on a, on a silver platter, um, but the opportunity was there. Uh, what I've seen subsequent is that with the, the political divide and our politicians who, who purposely work on um, you know, kind of dividing and conquering us and keeping us separate and that is that you know, we've become so much more divided, number one. Number two, people don't value or believe that the American dream is still there. And they're doing a damn good job of killing the American dream through regulation and uh, all those kind of things. Um, but we've also, as a as a nation, culturally, I believe that people have lost that um, that flair, that that uh, perspective of who America is, and that we're leaders in the world. We're no longer leaders, and I think that the education system is to blame here. Culture and what we see in here on TV, the yeah, all the things from from devaluing the family, the role of the father, uh, Christianity, whatever you don't want to get it. You know, all those type of things. Um, 
you know, the people don't know, the kids in that of today don't believe, don't know and understand how good they have it compared to, you know, we talk about people going hungry here. You need to go to Africa or to the East to see people going hungry. You know, if they class someone going hungry here as if they missed a meal in a month. Um, you know, we've got progressive thinking, which is, which is working on dividing people. And then we have this whole entitlement mentality. People expect everything to be handed to them on the on a you know, on a silver platter, and and the the politicians of all sides are playing to this, you know, pandering to this. Well, you know, Greg, all those things kind of set us up for what we're going to talk about in the next segment, which is what do we do about it? How do we step in and and really express personal leadership in our role as citizens? When we come back, I, I want to ask you just real briefly what it was like, the actual immigration process, what that looked like, if you can give us a thumbnail, because we hear a lot about illegal immigration. What was it like to actually go through the national naturalization process? And we'll talk about that as soon as we get back. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. This is Steve Schwartz with pdgo.com. We've been in business for over 15 years and have created over a thousand websites for clients across the USA and across the world. We help our clients have a custom, affordable website, and we teach them personally how they can very easily update the information on their websites themselves anytime they want to without being a techie. Take a look at pdgo.com and see samples of our work and testimonials that clients have said about our service. pdgo.com. Again, pdgo.com. At SurfPro of Vero Beach, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire, water, or mold damage strikes your home or business, call on SurfPro of Vero Beach at 772-770-0501. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things that matter most are on the line, make sure SurfPro of Vero Beach is too by calling 772-770-0501. That's SurfPro of Vero Beach, helping make fire, water, and mold damage like it never, ever happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. Hi, this is Kelly Fisher, a supporter of the Making America Strong Again mission and your local real estate professional here on the Treasure Coast. It has been my honor to serve our community here in Vero Beach since 2003. And with over 1,500 home sales over the past 21 years, it's my hope that you will consider the Kelly Fisher team at Treasure Coast Sotheby's International Realty for all your real estate needs. It's also our desire that every family has a home and every home has a family. And we have partnered with the Homeless Family Center of Vero Beach to work toward that goal. When you buy or sell a home with the Kelly Fisher team, we will make a substantial contribution toward alleviating homelessness in our hometown. To be a part of this great mission, please call us at 772-321-6905. Welcome back to Making America Strong Again, the program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Once again, here's your host, Steve Olds. Well, welcome back. And again, I'm joined today with my founding partner at Patriot Mission, Greg Land. Greg, it's uh, it's great to have you on the show today. Hey, thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. So when... Uh, 
when we were speaking before the break, we talked about a lot of the things that you experienced in, in your upbringing in South Africa, some of the things that you saw there, why it is that you came to the U.S. Right now in America, there's a huge debate about uh, illegal immigration. We've begun to discuss elements of legal immigration, especially assimilation, lots of other topics that we could spend another uh, 10 to 12 hours going through. But since we have only about 10 minutes, we'll uh, we'll avoid that for today. But just give us a thumbnail sketch. What What is it like going through the actual immigration process all the way up till the naturalization phase when you become an American citizen? Can you give us a thumbnail on that? Uh, quite, quite honestly, uh, painful. Um, very long, uh, very drawn out, very complicated, very expensive. And um, they did a really good job of uh, losing our documents on multiple times. So it was, it was highly frustrating. And it's uh, even in a first world country, our government uh, definitely is uh, pretty messed up when it comes to handling this. So when people talk about that legal, you know, that immigration system is broken, they're not lying. It, it, it seriously is. It needs to be streamlined and, and fixed. Um, How long did it take? Uh, I think it took us uh, six years to, to get our initial round of, you know, the, the, the green cards and everything were, were nailed, glued, and tattooed, as you would say. And um, then it was another, I don't know, took a number, a number more years. You know, you just wait five years after that, then you can go for your citizenship. And um, I guess I was here long enough that uh, after that five years had gone by, I decided, well, I might as well become a citizen. Now I, I shout enough about the politics and everything else. I might as well uh, get out and vote and uh, have my say. So That's awesome. Well, congratulations. It's good to have you on the, um, on the home team. And one of the things, obviously, as you said, we, we we do spend a little time talking about the political spectrum. And at Patriot Mission, one of our focal points is that we want to grow our capital, our personal and professional capital, our political influence, and ultimately our liberty. And a lot of people ask us, how do you how do you grow political influence without being a political organization? And our answer is pretty simple, and that is that we want to encourage people to think. We want to encourage citizens to engage. We want to encourage people not to just listen to what comes across the television and what the talking heads say or even what the politicians say. We want to encourage people to get in the game and understand the fundamental elements of what the Constitution is, what the Declaration was all about. What do the real implications of when somebody says, I'm going to take this political action, what does it really mean? And we have a great opportunity between now and November of 2016 to really study it and get into it. But one of the things that uh, we find is is really important and something I, I want to talk through is how do you how do you separate the wheat from the chaff when you're learning about these political perspectives? What are some of the things that you do, Greg, to understand what's going on in the political spectrum? Well, I guess uh, try and try and. Uh Get get my info from a number of different sources and not just uh, mainstream TV. Um, I'm, I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of uh, listening to different shows and things like that, different uh, viewpoints. Um, naturally, most of those are more on the conservative side, but uh, also also learning more about what the founders said and uh, going on some of our trips that we've done as Patriot Mission. The, the historical parts of those are the most incredible parts at all. You know, it's interesting. Like you said, when you, you start to really drill down and look at the source material, and I know growing up in, in the American education system, when I was a, a little kid, I can remember 
the detailed training we got on on finding the original sources, going to the footnotes, reading what these individuals said. And right now our founders uh, wrote a lot. They wrote a lot in the Federalist Papers. They wrote a lot in their own notes and journals and so forth. And you can you can read and study those. But a lot of folks, you know, we've become a soundbite society. They want to hear it. They don't want to invest the time. Unfortunately, though, if you don't invest the time, uh, you can position yourself to be led as, as we talked about before, led, led around by the nose by people who are manipulating and take advantage of you. And that can happen on any side of the political aisle. We can go back and look at history. Folks on the very left wing all the way to the right wing throughout history have played games with the populace who doesn't know how to think, doesn't know how to engage, doesn't feel qualified to ask questions. And so what's very important for us is to really inspire grassroots leadership, taking the leadership role in our personal household and our personal ideas so we know what we believe and why we believe it. What kind of things are you seeing out there, Greg, around grassroots leadership in terms of understanding the, the political spectrum and, and how to be involved in the process? Well, I don't know what, uh, <clears throat> what, what I've been doing is we've, you know, I've hooked in with uh, a number of grassroots type organizations, mostly on the conservative side. Um, but we, you know, I read the, what the Heritage guys put out. But then there's Americans for Prosperity, AFP, and FreedomWorks who uh, put on events and that. And you can go there and you can hear um, from political commentators to historians talk to um, uh, political candidates, you know, presidential candidates and that. So uh, you can get you can get good source of material um, to put into your brain and and feed it in that way. And uh, I guess I develop my opinions and, and uh, strategy from that. You know, it's, it's also true. A lot of people feel, at least a lot of people I've talked with, they feel a little bit intimidated dealing with national level issues and candidates because they don't feel qualified to talk about it. But at the same time, if you begin the process, it's like going to the gym and you begin to build up your, your muscles and your thinking muscles and your understanding what political activities are really all about. You can do it right in your local community. You can do it in your school board. You can go sit in the local um, community meetings. You can go to the the board of commissioners, depending on where you are. And it's amazing. You can actually walk up to the microphone and ask a question. Uh, That's a citizen's role. Um, One of the things that we think it's important to do is to encourage people to engage in the process without telling them how to think. We don't want to, you know, Patriot Mission doesn't stump for candidates, parties, or ballot initiatives, we stump for America. Uh, We say that we are an advocate for America. We like to think of ourselves as America's marketing agency. We want to go out and promote what's great about America, and it begins with the citizen who is engaged. I know, Greg, we've also been talking to a number of organizations who would love for us to partner and, and promote what they do. We've done that under the caveat that we're not going to promote those things that I just mentioned, but we want to promote participation and engagement. There's an organization, as you mentioned, Freedom Works, that we have been following for a while. They've got a lot of interesting information. They are promoting liberty. They've got an event coming up in Orlando in September. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, yeah, Steve. Uh, on uh, September the 12th, uh, Saturday the 12th, they're having an event up in Kissimmee, Florida at the uh, Osceola Heritage Park. It's a great venue. Um, they're going to have what they're calling the 912 Grassroots Summit, and it's going to be hosted by uh, TV and radio host Andrew Wilkow, uh, Glenn Beck. I'm sure most of you have heard of him somewhere. 
he's going to be there. There's an, um, they're hoping to have a couple of presidential candidates. And then there's a number of congressmen who are going to be there, as well as Steve Moore and some other people who will be talking about it. So uh, you want an opportunity to get with other people, um, hear more about what's going on in this country, and um, understand more about where you need to vote and how you vote and, and beha- on, you know, on behalf of liberty. Uh, that's a good good thing to do. So 912 Freedom Works Grassroots Summit, um, and if you – what did we say it was? Celebrate. If, if you go to Celebrate America Events, plural, Celebrate America Events, plural, dot com, Celebrate America Events dot com, you can get the information. It's, what, 20 bucks for the full day up there? Yeah, Something I believe like it. It's, it's a half-day event. Doors open at 11 o'clock, and uh, it, will be, it will be well worth your time to get out there and just enjoy um, hanging out with other people you really love and, and uh, value what America has to We're celebrating America. Amen. Greg, it's been great having you today, and let's go get it done. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. 